Welcome to the Nurse Becoming podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume RX, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth, all through the lens of nursing. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Nurse Becoming. It's Amanda. So happy to have you listening today. I'm taking a little bit of a risk because my kids are with the babysitter one or two rooms away. So fair disclaimer, there might be some background noise today or there might not be. We'll see how soundproof my new office is. So everyone's favorite interview question starts a little bit like this. Tell me about a time when... All right. Have you heard that one before? If you have ever been in an interview that hasn't included a question like that, congratulations. You are definitely in the minority. My general take on these questions is to be prepared for them. And I think the best way that you can be prepared is by anticipating certain ones and reviewing scenarios that you've experienced so that you can easily recall those scenarios. So for example, some of the most common behavioral questions are, tell me about a time when you experienced a conflict or a difficult patient or family member or a medically complex situation or an ethical dilemma. Those are the ones that come up time and time again. So with any luck, before you even interview, you can recall one case that you experienced that applies to multiple scenarios. And then you can keep that in the back of your head and reuse the same scenario for multiple questions whenever the time comes. And I actually recommend having at least five of these scenarios that hopefully hit multiple questions that you know really, really well so that they're in your back pocket, they're in the back of your head so that when you're asked these questions, you just have to easily recall five scenarios, not shuffle through every single patient scenario you've ever had. Because if you've ever been put on the spot by this type of question, or maybe you weren't prepared the first time you heard this question, your mind went blank, and then you were scrambling to try to come up with a scenario, thinking back through tons and tons and tons of cases. So If you just have five, then it makes it so much easier to recall when you're getting ready to answer these questions. So that's just a little bit about how I recommend preparing for the behavioral questions. But this episode, I want to go into more specifics about how to actually answer the question. So if you have these scenarios on standby in your head, you want to make sure that you're not just telling a very long rambling story when you get a question. You really want to make sure that you can concisely answer the question while also telling the story appropriately and featuring what you did in the situation. And the answer to this question of of how do you answer this question is something called the STAR method. So I'm saying STAR, S-T-A-R, like twinkle, twinkle, little star. And this is an acronym that serves as a framework for you to answer behavioral questions in particular. 
Okay, so it's pretty similar actually to S bar. So hopefully it will be easy for you to remember. So first, just to start off, STAR stands for situation, task, action, and result. And what I'm going to do is we'll, we'll talk about each one and we'll also use an example so that you can um, have a frame of reference and, and really visualize what this looks like in action. So S stands for situation. What you want to do is you want to start your answer by giving some context to the situation so that the interviewer or the person who has asked the question has a frame of reference for the story that you'll be telling. So here's an example. Let's use the question, tell me about a time when you faced an ethical dilemma, an ethical dilemma. So that's what we're going to use for this sample question as we go through the STAR method. So you might, in that S part, in the situation, when you're giving your answer to the question, you might say, and so imagine there are quotes here, so I'm, I'm responding to the question. There was a question about whether an adult patient with developmental delay was able to consent to a GYN procedure. The procedure was urgent and there was no caregiver with her in the hospital overnight. Okay, so that's the end of my situation part of my answer. So I'm providing context about the situation. I'm, I'm really just giving objective details about what I'm going to further discuss. Okay, so there was a question about whether an adult patient who had developmental delay was able to consent to a GYN procedure. The procedure was urgent and there was no caregiver with the patient in the hospital overnight. So I've now provided a framework, context for the situation. And remember, we're talking about an ethical dilemma. That's the question we were asked. So now we go on to T, which stands for task. So for task, you want to give information about what your goal or role was in the situation. Remember, you're being asked this question not so that you can just tell a general story, but so that you can specifically recount your role in the story. Because remember, you're interviewing for a job and they want to see how you handled a particular situation. So for task, we're giving information about us, what our goal or role was in the situation. So to use the same example, I might say, my role as the primary service was to determine what was in the best interest of this patient. Okay, so now they not only know the context of this ethical dilemma about this patient who there was a question of whether she could consent, but they now know that my role in the situation was to determine what was in the best interest of this patient. I was kind of in charge of determining how to proceed. Hey friend, this episode is brought to you by my membership community, the NP Society. If you are ready to become the NP you always wanted to be, then the NP Society is the place for you. This is a community that is designed for nurse practitioners and students to thrive beyond the clinical setting. This is a safe space for you. 
Membership includes access to our off Facebook chat community, as well as weekly virtual events that include guest expert masterclasses, social events, self-care classes, and clinical roundtable discussions. This is the first organization that puts the professional, that's you, at the center, and I cannot wait to meet you inside. To choose your membership level, head to thenpsociety.com or click the link in the show notes. Again, that's thenpsociety.com, and I hope to see you on the inside. So the next part of the framework is A, which stands for action. And in this step, you would describe what you specifically did and the contributions you specifically made to the situation. So this is really where you're going to expand upon what you did, what your decision-making process was, you know, really the meat of the contribution that you made to the situation. So to use our example, this is what I would say. I called the patient's group home and obtained the most recent capacity documentation from them, as well as got the contact information for the patient's healthcare proxy. Okay, so now I'm letting them know how I navigated this ethical dilemma, how I got more information, and you know how I decided to proceed. So I called the group home, I obtained the most recent capacity documentation, and I got the contact information for the patient's healthcare proxy. So in this situation, remember, we're talking about an ethical dilemma. So I wanted to make sure that they knew that the actions that I took were not just making a decision on my own, but making sure I gathered the appropriate information to make the most ethically sound decision. Uh, And then the R stands for result. And during this step, you would describe the outcome of the situation and how your contributions played a part. So you basically want to give a conclusion to the situation, show how everything ended, also keeping in mind, again, we're showcasing what you did. So making sure that you are inserting yourself into the situation using I statements, not we statements, so that the person who's listening to your answer not only gets the whole picture of the story, but also specifically what you were able to accomplish. So to use our example, here's what I would say for the result section. Ultimately, I was not able to find definitive documentation that my patient had capacity to make medical decisions, and I was unable to reach the healthcare proxy overnight. I discussed the situation with the patient, who was adamant that she did not want to have the procedure done. I discussed this with the consulting service, who wanted to perform the procedure, and said that we needed to find an alternative plan of care since the condition was not life-threatening at that moment and would potentially inflict trauma on the patient. So that is what I ultimately decided. So that's the conclusion to my ethical dilemma. But notice how I used I statements, right? I was not able to find documentation. I was unable to reach the healthcare proxy. I discussed the situation with the patient. I discussed with the consulting service. And I said that we needed to find an alternative plan of care. And I gave my explanation. So ultimately, the result is really the conclusion of uh, the case and also the conclusion of how you handled everything. So hopefully this is helpful. Remember 
that the next time you're faced with one of these behavioral style questions, you have a framework in your back pocket to answer these questions clearly and concisely. And again, the method is called the STAR method, S-T-A-R, which stands for situation, task, action, and result. And when you're preparing for interviews, it's really best to have around five situations that you know well that you can discuss during interviews. So if you want to take action, if you have interviews coming up or you want to make sure that you are prepared for the next time, go ahead and take out a piece of paper or open a document on your computer and start brainstorming some patient scenarios that you remember very clearly and start thinking of what categories those could fall in. Were those challenging patients? Were they challenging families? Were they medically complex? Were there ethical dilemmas? Did you have a conflict with another consultant or your attending or, or something like that, another coworker? Really start to think about those things. And even as you're working, you can keep that in the back of your head. You know, when you encounter something that's really interesting or challenging or something that's very memorable. Sometimes it's really easy to come home and kind of brain dump everything. I don't know if anyone else has done this, but sometimes we see so much and deal with so much that we compartmentalize really well to the point where we essentially shake out our brains from everything that happened. But try to keep this in mind and and maybe jot down some notes because you will need these stories in the future, especially in the interview process. Another thing that you can do when you're preparing for interviews is to pick one of your scenarios and and just outline out this star situation, task, action, result. Just write it out, outline it, and write yourself some notes and, and go through that process so that you can think through it so that when you're asked the question in an interview, it's not the first time you are thinking through the process. So I hope this has been helpful. Have you been asked questions like this before or have you used the STAR method successfully? I would love to know. So go ahead and tag me on Instagram at the resume RX or send me a direct message. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, I'm always rooting for you. I'll catch you next week. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.